0: Don't let anyone tell you that long distance relationships can never work. They can, and they work every single day. The whole time I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I wish Josh was here. It would be so mm-hmm. much more fun. I don't know the next time I'm going to see you. That was really hard. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to. Couple things with Sean and Andrew.
1: Good to have you back. Thank you for taking time out of your day to spend time with us. This is some of, some of Sean and I's favorite time that we get to spend together.
0: Yeah, this usually ends up
1: in an argument. In an <laughs> argument
0: or in like the best day ever. So right, yeah. it, there's no middle ground. Yeah. It's like our therapy, but we have no mediator, which is dangerous.
1: So it's just the wild west out here.
0: It kind of is.
1: So today's topic was actually submitted by Allison. And uh, here's what she had to say.
0: Hey East family. Um, So as you can tell, I'm in the military. Both my husband and I are active duty naval officers. Um, So we've spent a lot of time apart, months at a time on opposite sides of the globe. So my episode idea is dealing with distance.
2: Hope you all are well.
1: So first of all, Allison, to you and your husband, thank you for your service. We're forever indebted to you and couldn't be more thankful Second of all, the topic of long-distance relationships has come up a lot.
0: Yeah. Every time we've asked you guys on Instagram to submit videos, all of you guys, or not all of you because you're not all long-distance, but you know what I mean, a lot of you guys have asked us to talk about long-distance. We did long-distance for a while, and I still feel like our relationship, even though when we're together, we spend literally every waking second together, which we should probably do a podcast on that, spending, what would... It's like the opposite of long distance. It's like attachment Somebody, please
1: help me. Get me out of here. <laughs> okay. What's, the, what's that, good, movie? That's right. hilarious. Andrew, um, that's so funny.
0: Anyways, I do feel like we lead a relationship where we're basically attached to the hip. But when we aren't, we do kind of lead a long distance relationship just because we're always traveling. You with the NFL. Yeah. I mean, early on when we dated, we were long distance. I lived in Iowa. You lived in Nashville. I was traveling... Seventy-five percent of the year.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. I feel like we should preface this whole thing with your and I story is kind of an extreme example where Absolutely. the NFL is like known for being last minute and and spontaneous. Absolutely. But I think there's lessons that can be learned from our story that apply to most long distance relationships out there. Preach you know? it,
0: babe.
1: Preach it. Let's set the context of the beginning of our relationship. What that looked like because that was that was. The most long distance that we, the most time we spent apart. Yes. You know?
0: So when we dated, I mean, we met in California when I was living in Los Angeles. And you were living in Nashville, Tennessee, going to Vanderbilt University. And then it was a few months later when we really started dating. I was still living in Iowa and you were living in Nashville. And we, back then, I think we saw each other once a month for probably three or four days
1: yeah we were super fortunate because I had the stricter schedule between Mm. us two you were you were working in Iowa but you had the flexibility to come see me and so I was fortunate in the sense that you made it a priority to come and visit me and make it no longer than one month in between us being able to see each other so Mm. that was huge I think you know
0: I could go on a complete tangent right
1: now because it just like sparked a thought. What? What's the tangent?
0: The priority. So I am going to say this and then I want to come back to long distance. But I think one of the things that makes long distance work but makes any relationship work is I feel like it's so easy to get caught up in with the mentality of like, oh, we don't live in the same place. Oh, it's just not the right timing. This isn't going to work. You know, it's a sacrifice, whatever. So it's probably just not meant to be which we have to do the podcast on Meant to Be in The One because that's a big topic. It is. But we kind of, yes, certain things have to be lined up to make relationships work. So certain timing needs to be in line. But for the most part, I don't believe that timing is really a thing because... You can always be busy. You can always make an excuse. You can always have something going on. You know, you both might be in the military and living on opposite ends of the earth, but if you make it a priority and if you, like, throw in the commitment side of it of, like, I'm going to do this, you can make anything work.
1: But I kind of disagree with you because I do think timing plays a big part in the sense that you have to be mature enough to realize that, A, this person is worth me, uh, making a priority out of them and B, realizing how important it is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I
0: would Okay, so I would agree that you have to be on the same wavelength as far as, like, I want to do whatever it takes to make this work. As far as, like, where you are in your life, like, career-wise, money-wise, that stuff, I don't think that matters.
1: It can make it easier, though, sometimes, you know?
0: They truly have like sizes and qualities and styles for every single thing you could want. So the cotton jersey t-shirt is the one that I'm talking about. It is an absolute staple. I feel like I'm reaching for it literally every day, especially nursing with Bear. It's breathable and soft, and it somehow gets even softer and still holds its shape after every wash. If I could only recommend two of the Skims t-shirts, I would say the cotton jersey t-shirt, which I have in Mineral, or the boyfriend t shirt, literally in any color, are probably my two favorite t shirts that they make. Shop the skims t shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to four X. After you place your order, select podcast in the drop down menu, select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one.
1: I actually I yeah, pulled up some stats. Easy
0: here. relationships aren't good relationships.
1: So I would define love as I'm curious what you think about this, as the willingness to sacrifice.
0: Absolutely. Which brings us full circle back to where we started this whole conversation. This is going to be like a debate conversation. I can already feel it, which is great. But from day one when I met you, I mean not day one because if they've heard our story, it took nine months. So nine months and one day. Thanks to you. Um, And no, there was not a kid involved, by the way. Some of you guys have been like, nine months? Is there a secret child out there? No. Anyways, nine months and one day later, I made the decision. I was like, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to do anything I can to give our relationship the best shot. And for me, that meant, you know, whenever I did have free time, figuring out a way to come to Nashville or to be where you were. And whether that meant, I mean, how many times did I drive 13 hours from Iowa to Nashville? Wow. You know, to see you. And even if it meant only seeing you for one day over the course of two months, I knew that was a priority of mine because I wanted to give our relationship the best shot. And I think a lot of people get caught up in thinking, if I'm only going to be able to see you one day in two months, maybe it's not even worth it. And I think I just went into the relationship with that opposite mentality of, no, it is worth it. It's worth that shot.
1: Wow. You really love me, huh? I did. It is interesting, though, when you think about the sacrifices that I think need to be made or can be made where when we met before you ghosted me you were in a hectic time in your career right Mm -hmm. and you didn't have that perspective of wanting to make me your priority but then fast forward and when you did decide after that nine months that you wanted to make our relationship a priority you put your career on hold right so there is kind of like one or the other for you it was either you're all in on your career or you're all in in our relationship I'm not saying again. This is a convoluted no, I, topic because I did not expect that, that from Sean as a female. Like I was just in a spot where I had a coach that expected me to be at practice every day at 2 p.m. You didn't have no,
0: that. No, absolutely. And I, I agree with it. I'm just trying to put it into a perspective for people listening. of like It would be so easy for someone listening to be like, oh, well, I can't put my career on hold. Right. And I agree with that. I agree that a lot of people can't. I was in a place where I could, which was amazing. But I do think there are things you can do, whatever situation you are in, to sacrifice for one another and to prioritize one another to make long distance work, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, thinking about it, thinking about where we both were in life, we were on opposite ends of the spectrum. You were in college. You had you know, something every hour of the day starting from 4 a.m. practice. I wasn't working. I was, you know, self-sufficient because of the Olympics. I, I, you know, had the means to just take care of myself and we just were living completely different lives, which right then and there would have been so easy for us to say, this timing doesn't work. Like you're not and I'm not like on the same level but we both had the mentality and we were in the the mind space of...
1: Do whatever it takes. Yeah. I'm curious though, the desire for you to sacrifice all that you did Mm -hmm. um, for our relationship, if that was a request that came from me,
0: (laughs) uh,
1: I don't think it would have ended the same way. You know what I'm saying? If if I would have said, Sean, you're the one with the more flexible schedule, you need to become visiting me, obviously I'd probably say it more gently than that, but it was like a, it was a realization that you had on your own, and I think that's important for like again the self-awareness which we talk about a lot of you to say, "Hey, I am in the more flexible position, and this is a relationship that I really care about, so I'm going to do what I can to make it work." You know what I'm saying?:
0: Absolutely, and I agree with that. Had you requested it or expected it, I probably would have ran. Yeah. And vice versa. I think if you, if I would have expected you or requested from you to, like, you know, sacrifice football or sacrifice your education or yeah. whatever, you would have run as well. But I think, I mean, we've always talked about that. Expectations is a huge thing. If you don't come into a relationship accepting that person for who they are and what they are and the place that they're in then it's not a relationship that's going to work. So let's go back to Allison.
1: Yeah. who? Both of them are an active duty military. Exactly. That's nuts.
0: So if, if you come into that relationship expecting one or the other person to be like, you know, I'm in the military. The only way I'm going to be able to see you, the only way we might be able to have a family is if one of you quits or resigns. That's not a relationship that can work because you're not accepting each other for who they are. Yeah. I've gotten that a lot with the NFL. You know, the lifestyle of a long snapper in the NFL is we bounce around a lot. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many people would be like, well, how do you put up with it? And I would just kind of chuckle and be like, what do you mean put up with it? It's his dream. It's his career. It's his life. I, I, married, I married that. I chose that and it's my job as your wife, as your significant other, whether you're dating or or married, to support you yeah. in your dream and vice versa.
1: I think we were super fortunate um, I, and I I'm, I'm really thankful for this, that throughout our whole relationship we've had this foundation of trust where there was never a question that Sean's not doing everything she can to make this relationship work or to make it the best relationship that it could possibly be. And there was, I don't think you had a question in your mind that I was doing the same, right? And so mm-hmm. I just think that affected so many. It set us up for success in the sense that there were not there weren't those expectations of Sean could be doing more and I could be seeing her more. Mm-hmm. And there was just like this mutual support of Oh, you know what? Sean needs to go away for 4 weeks to film this TV show or IE mm-hmm. to work. I support that. This mm-hmm. is her dr- just like you were saying. This is what she wants to do. I I can make the sac- I can make my personal sacrifice of the selfishness that I have of wanting to see her to support that dream of hers.
0: Well, and I think that's really hard with relationships is Well, okay. Talk about communication. So Jordan and Chris talked about communication a lot. Yeah. I think the best thing you can do for long-distance relationships of any kind, whatever situation you're in, is having such great open communication of this opportunity came up. I'm really interested in it. I want to know how it makes you feel. I want to know what you think of it. How can we make this work? Yeah. I feel like so many times people within long-distance relationships, something will come up and you either, you know, A, don't feel the need to tell your significant other who's living on the other side of the globe just because it's kind of like, oh, I shouldn't, there's no reason. I don't want to burden them with this. Or B, you kind of make a decision on your own without them, which is very likely. I mean, again, you're not living in the same place. It's so easy to just be like, oh, I'm just going to decide this on my own. But I think the best thing for long-distance relationships is almost to over-communicate and make your your significant other involved in everything.
1: Again, I think I, dis- I disagree with you in some sense. <laughs> well, no, here's the thing. Because How
0: do we make long-distance work?
1: <laughs> I agree with you that there are crucial things that need to be communicated about, but you and I both know couples who destroy the relationship and undermine it by texting 24-7 you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then you're a slave to your phone and it just becomes this nasty frustrating uh
0: I under no one I, person
1: I, is typically more into the texting than the other totally you know what I'm that. saying I hate I hate that and again I'm super fortunate that you were busy enough for us not to be in that situation well, where it was like oh, I'm, I'm texting you 5,000 times a day and including you in every <laughs> meal I have and and that's obnoxious
0: I just realized I'm trying to interrupt you a lot and I totally apologize. That's why I laughed.
1: You're passionate about this? I am. Go ahead.
0: So the relationship I came from before you, we had that type of relationship of like texted each other every waking second of the day and it doesn't work. That does not work. Yeah. Because based on your mood or their mood or just whatever, you interpret things wrong. If they don't respond immediately, then you're like, oh, what's wrong? What's like all of this. When we started dating, It was one of the first things you said to me. I don't know if you remember that. But you're like, I'm not going to text you. It's not something I do. Don't expect it. It's just, like, it's just my way. And I remember being almost offended at first because, again, I had come from such polar opposite. But it ended up working out so well because I wasn't constantly looking at my phone all day saying, oh, is he thinking of me? Is he wanting to talk to me? we would have one phone call, long phone call or FaceTime at the end of every day where I was so excited to tell you about everything. Yeah. And I wasn't like, Oh, well why did you text me this and use a period or, you know, arguing? Exactly. And it became such this beautiful thing of like every night I knew we were going to debrief our day. I was going to tell you about the opportunities that came in and we were going to talk through them and, it was just such a great way for us to communicate all of it.
1: So we're talking a lot about the positives of, the po- <laughs> the potential positive effects of yeah. a long distance relationship. Ours was not always that pretty. We could touch on that in a second. But I wanted to read some stats okay. that I pulled up about long distance relationships in the United States. So 14 million couples define themselves as having a long distance relationship, which Dang. is a lot. Three... 0.75 million married couples are in a long distance relationship. That's crazy.
0: hmm
1: Married couples. hmm Um. We could do it. Nearly one third of all long distance relationships are college relationships, which makes sense yeah. when you think about transitioning from high school yep. to college and people are, are going to Or even college to career. Yeah. 75% of all engaged couples have been in a long distance relationship. Um. And 10% of all marriages in the, in the United States started out as, as long-distance relationships. So that's kind of the general stats. Okay. Here are some more. F- four and a half months is the average time before a long-distance relationship breaks down. Okay? I get that. 40% of all, rela- all long-distance relationships end with a breakup, and 70% of all failed long-distance relationships fail due to unplanned changes, which, to your point, are... Uh, those unplanned changes are probably followed or prefaced by a bread crumb of, I'm sorry, bread crumb. A bread trail <laughs> stop. a trail of bread crumbs, crumbs where one person is just not informing the other person of these upcoming changes, right? Obviously not everything can be planned, but.
0: I think very rarely does something happen overnight. Out of the blue. I mean, unless it's the NFL. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, I think if you have that open relationship in the sense of communication where you're talking through, oh, I got a hint of this at work today, that, like, an opportunity could take me across the globe or to a different city or whatever. I think if you start, if you just have that communication with someone, it prepares you and gets you ready for those things. But I don't know. I would say the NFL... Lifestyle is one of the greatest blessings we've ever gone through because it's a career that forces you to have to live on your toes and to just be okay with stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the NFL, to give you guys the idea, we would be on vacation in
1: Trinidad Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago. That was epic.
0: (laughs) And we would get a call at 11 p.m. at night saying, you have a tryout at 6 a.m. in New York City tomorrow. Or you're signed to Kansas City Chiefs and you have to report at 6 a.m. tomorrow. And that's up and moving our entire life within hours. And I think, again, if you, if you have that foundation, in your relationship of I'm going to support my significant other, Their dreams, their careers, their aspirations. I'm not going to hold back who it is they want to be as a human being. If you both have that mentality, then it just works. Because for me, it was a no-brainer. It was like, oh, his dream is taking him to Kansas City. Awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo.
1: Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE.
0: That's 50% off your first month at Co.com. promo code COUPLE.
1: All right, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
0: So one of my favorite brands is Third Love. I love all of their bras. I have so many of them. It's one of the only bras that really fits me. Uh, boobalicious here I recommend them to all of my friends it's super easy to get started you take this quiz it's called the fit finder to find your perfect fit you answer a few simple questions to find your size based on breast size shape fit issues for me my straps always fall off and so it asks one of those questions and it fixes it then third love will find your perfect bra fit and style for your body and it even has like the perfect fit promise. They give you 60 days to wash it, wear it. If you don't love it, you return it and it's always free. It's hands down the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com couple now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com couple for 15% off today.
1: All right. So listen, getting in shape doesn't have to be about losing a specific amount of weight or a magic number on the scale. It's about building healthier habits and feeling better about yourself.
0: Andrew and I have really been focusing on uh, better self-care, lowering our stress our anxiety, raising our energy levels throughout the day, especially the new year and especially after the new baby. It's been a little bit challenging.
1: So we decided to start using Noom. Noom teaches you the psychology behind the decisions you make and helps you keep track of everything from workouts and steps to analyzing your diet and recommending healthy recipes.
0: What's been the best part for us is that Noom actually connected us with a personally assigned like goal specialist and a community of other Noomers. So we all have like the support we need to keep going with our Noom program.
1: You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. That's N-O-O-M.com forward slash couple. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com forward slash couple to start your trial today. That's N-O-O-M.com forward slash couple. Speaking of diet, let's talk about daily harvest.
0: Okay, let's face it. New Year's resolutions don't always stick, especially the ones that focus on health, because those require the most work. This new year, I'm doing my best to get back to my pre-baby body, but it is challenging.
1: You can enjoy Daily Harvest year-round as a quick solution to get the fruits and vegetables you need every day. They harvest organic fruits and vegetables at their peak and freeze them within 24 hours to lock in their nutrients. Everything stays fresh until you're ready to enjoy it.
0: You can choose from more than 65 different options like smoothies, hearty soups, harvest bowls, overnight oats. I personally love the smoothies, especially the cold brew and almond one. It's so good. Um, it's my favorite way to start the day, and they are so easy to make. Whether you're at home, at your desk, or on the go, Daily Harvest is the easiest way to have a delicious and nutritious meal or snack.
1: Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code EASTFAM to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code EastFam for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. I think about frequently um, the backgrounds that each of us had and how fortunate we are that we found each other because I'm not sure there's another woman who would have the patience that you did over the five years that I was bouncing around in the NFL um, and could have put up with it. but. Your background was—you started traveling the world solo at age twelve. You left your parents, you left your home, and so you were kind of used to the instability. And mm-hmm. it's like, we—that would have been a tough five years had you had you expected us to be in one place all the time. You know what I'm saying? Well, so I'm I'm just thankful.
0: Thank you. So am I. But I'm trying to relate it to like the average nine to five job, and I feel like. So many people put restraints on themselves and their relationships because they have this vision growing up as a kid of, I'm going to go, and this is just an example, but I'm going to go to high school, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to find my spouse in college, we're going to get married, we're going to have these jobs, we're going to stay in these jobs in this city and raise our family and have two kids and name them this, and they're going to go here. I feel like so many people restrict their relationships by thinking that if anything happens outside of that vision, it's wrong Mm -hmm. or it's going against what they're supposed to be doing. When I believe your vision could be 100% wrong and you're actually not doing what you're supposed to be. And so for us, I had visions. I had plans of like, we're going to live here and do this and whatever. But in an instant, it has changed a thousand times for us. Yeah. And we've ended up in careers that we never planned, living in places we've never planned, but it's been so incredible. So to summarize that ramble that I just went on, I think if you can just go with the flow as hard as it is.
1: Enjoy the spontaneous is yes. what I'm getting from you. That's the fun part of life, I feel like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you have a random opportunity to go to New York, but your husband or your wife has this job that they feel passionate about in their city, I would challenge that significant other to be like, you know what? I'll look for a new job in New York City. Let's run with
1: it. A lot of times things are complicated, but I get that, yeah.
0: Things have been complicated with us every time. Every time.
1: Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree.
0: you make it work.
1: We, uh, we were fortunate to talk with a couple other couples who had experienced long-distance yes. relationships.
0: One in five Americans have, quote, learn a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel.
1: Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Plus, Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world.
0: Andrew and I have been learning Spanish on Babbel, and it's been so fun. We've wanted to learn a new language for so long and have finally started. We've learned how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants, all without having to consult language apps, which is so cool.
1: It's crazy how fast your brain picks up a new language when it's presented in a relatable way. Plus, Babel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com eastfam. Again, get 60% off at babbel.com eastfam, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com eastfam. Rules and restrictions may apply. Let's hear what they had to say.
0: What's the hardest thing about doing long distance?
2: I think just not getting to see each other. Like, I think I think that's the hardest thing for me. Or, or like, you know, I I hate being, like... I, I always, like... It's hard for me to fully experience an awesome thing without Josh. Like, so when I would get to go mm-hmm. on a cool trip or something, I'm just, like, the whole time I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I wish Josh was here. It would be so mm-hmm. much more fun. So I think it's, like, moments like that for me.
1: I, I think we figured out, like, if we could if we could see each other like once in every two weeks, it was like, it was like, we didn't go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it would like, we would start hitting like that two and a half, three week mark, it would like, we would get like irritated about dumb stuff.
2: When your husband's gone doing deployments or training or all these things, they basically are wanting you to be super independent and like, you know, make sure you and like take care of yourself and all that stuff. So like when Josh comes back or like when Andrew mm-hmm. comes back, you just have to get rethinking about somebody else and like what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And I know that that sounds kind of selfish and it is really selfish, but it's like, it's true. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's, I'm like, oh, well, this is where I'm used to eating. I'm used to doing this. I'm used to going here. I'm mm-hmm. used to working on it at this time. But no, there's somebody else that. It's like a switch. People. You have it's to flip on and off. And honestly. It
0: takes a transition. But yeah, Andrew and I, whenever, we did a few years where we were just like on and off all the time. And when we were away, we figured out our rhythm Mm-hmm. And then when we got together, we figured out our rhythm. But those transition times
1: were always rough. Like two or three days. It was like, I don't like this. This is not <laughs> fun. <laughs> but...
0: So just making sure that, like, it wasn't always one-sided. Because at first, like, just because of our schedules, he would he would visit me. And I could never go visit him. So just figuring out how to balance that. Just planning trip because when we had something to look forward to it made it a lot easier but when we had no trip plan it's like I don't know the next I'm gonna see you that was really hard Mm -hmm. that was the worst part but having something to look forward to is probably a big big thing
3: but we spent a lot of time facetiming I mean Mm -hmm. there I had like a perfect little ledge on my dash that in the car I just plop her up there (laughs) and She would ride with me to work. We would go to the grocery store together. (laughs) We would eat dinner together. All on FaceTime. That's really cute. Yeah, that's really cute. The the FaceTime thing was extremely helpful because I felt like we were getting a lot of quality time. But then it got difficult to feel like I was, you know, being efficient with my own life because I was constantly on FaceTime. Mm -hmm. So probably the most difficult part was trying to find that balance of, how do we get the quality time but still take care of our responsibilities within our own lives
0: we didn't really text all day yeah we would we would say good morning and then we would go <clears> do like all of our things throughout the day and then we would always face time at night and we didn't really text in between there was most, one of the first things andrew told me when we started dating he's like i i'm not going to text you i was like oh, okay
3: maybe. well most of the times that we we had little disagreements was Whenever we were well, communicating text. through text, because mm-hmm. you can misinterpret text so easily, because I read it in whatever tone of voice I, I'm creating that that she's saying towards me, which, right. you know, I misinterpreted plenty of text. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh yeah,
3: I, a phone call or FaceTime, I think, is the best way to communicate in a long distance relationship. We worked so well together, and she was so mature and was so good at communicating with me, which communication is not typically my strong suit, and she. Kind of helped me develop uh, better communication skills like within a relationship. Um, and so I think the long distance and <clears throat> having to work through some of that stuff really helped us with that. Like it didn't mm-hmm. go away because I was learning so much about her and myself, like being forced through that communication of long mm-hmm. distance.
0: A lot of FaceTime. <laughs> S-
1: S- Jor- you're saying jordan like literally used her coaching skills to make you a better <laughs> yes trainer. i guess
3: yeah. maybe.
0: <laughs> say, andrew's strong suit is not communication
3: either so <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it as this well a gold thing. The guy thing. yeah it is. it is
1: so the one underlying theme that i think all those couples talked about
0: is facetime
1: it's facetime <laughs> Um, which is good. I think it's a great way to incorporate, and we did it, uh, your significant other into your daily routine without being overwhelming with text messages like I hate so much. Do
0: you remember our date nights over FaceTime?
1: Let's tell the people about them.
0: So this is going to be cheesy, but we used to have date nights where we would do dinner and a movie, but over FaceTime. So we would start the same exact movie at the same exact time, on FaceTime, and I'd be able to see your reaction to the movie, and you'd be able to see mine. Yeah. We'd sit there and have dinner, like you would eat, and like we'd chat, and I would eat, and we'd chat.
1: Love is so funny, man. We
0: even fell asleep a couple times with FaceTime on.
1: Yeah. I remember that.
0: It was really cute.
1: Those were the good old days when you loved me.
0: But again, I think that falls in... <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, those were the days when I liked you. I've always loved you.
1: Wow, good point.
0: Um, I think it just falls back to that point of making your significant other in a long distance relationship feel involved.
1: either depart or get back from a trip because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's some of the worst times, I feel like, when we argue. Yeah. I I think there's this subconscious pattern that Sean and I have where the couple hours before one of us leaves and really the couple, couple of days, days after we're back together from a trip.
0: We never get along.
1: There's just this adjustment period where – it's yep.
0: because you go from being a clingy couple where we have our routines together and we know when we go to bed together, we know like how to operate together. You go from that to having to operate solo. And then you get in your own rhythm and you become independent and stubborn and almost guarded a little bit because you don't have your significant other. So you kind of become a little bit cold.
1: I think that's what... when when you leave for a trip that's why you're mean at me mean to me because you're like shutting down like i'm going solo sean mode here
0: absolutely because when i travel i want nothing more than to be able to share it with you yeah so i have this bad habit of like when i leave especially if it's going to be for longer than a few days i do shut off i don't want to feel it i don't want you know which is probably unhealthy i should probably see someone for that um Yep. But it it makes it difficult for us, and yeah. I think that's hard for any long distance relationship. You figure out who you are as individuals without your significant other with you. You figure out how, which that is works. a really
1: positive thing, though. It's beautiful. You can make it a great thing, and there's so many exciting things that happen in that independent growth.
0: But it's always an adjustment when you're when you come back together or you leave each other.
1: So let's talk about the lessons that we've learned in our time doing long distance that might help other people just a brief summary of what we talked about
0: i think facetime is awesome why because you get to see your person you get to see their face and communicate with them and it's the closest form to being in person with your significant other
1: to expand on that i think that long distance relationship can be a really positive thing if you allow the other person and you understand that the other person is going to grow without you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like that's what one thing we did well was like, Sean's going to go have these epic experiences without me. That's awesome. I can support that and be excited for her in that. And then I waited for your FaceTime call. I didn't like, mm-hmm. I wasn't needy of like, oh my gosh, Sean, tell me about what happened today. Oh gosh. I didn't talk like that. Wow. But, <laughs> no, but but I think that's one important thing is realize that that growth is going to happen.
0: I do want to talk about that one phone call, though, that we would encourage. Instead of like texting a lot through the day or calling throughout the day, that one phone call or however many phone calls you have to over-communicate. And I say that because <clears throat> we live in a world of social media. I would say one of the biggest challenges for us is seeing... Seeing snippets of each other's lives without the explanation, if that makes sense. Sure. So it's so easy to have insecurities when you're away from each other, when the world is trying to fill in the gaps of lost time, and your brain with those insecurities can jump to crazy places. It's just natural. So I think, one, be aware of social media for your significant other, and then two, over-communicate and... Let them know, like, oh, I someone posted this picture. This is how it happened. This is what we are doing. This was the event I was at. Like, try to over-involve them.
1: Yes. I still make them feel special and yeah. loved. Um, and I think another thing that can be learned is I feel like relationships are all about the story that you're telling yourself and the other person. And when you're in a long distance relationship, there's so many stories that happen that you can then fill your significant other in after the fact with. But when I look back on the the way our communication evolved and the way we told each other those stories and, and figured out how to entertain the other person when they had nothing to do, you know what I'm saying? Like make the other person feel involved in something they, they weren't a part of. Mm-hmm. Like now as parents, I feel like that's a big thing, too, of of just communicating the small things, making them fun, and yeah. making it, uh, making, making dull and bland things exciting.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So anyway, Allison, thank you so much for uh, submitting that as a topic. I think it's an important topic. And I think I agree. it's super easy to do long distance relationships poorly and just kind of Establish your own routine without the other person and let the relationship die slowly. But mm-hmm. I think long-distance relationships also provide a huge opportunity that could result in a lot of...
0: And don't let anyone tell you that long-distance relationships can never work. They can, and they work every single day. They can be more difficult, and they can take more effort on you know from both parties, but they can work. Yeah. And... Don't let the naysayers tell you
1: different. So anyway, if you guys have ideas for podcast topics that you want us to talk about and share stories uh, that Sean and I have had, or also interview other couples, uh, you can email those video topics to couple things pod at gmail.com. And we go through each and every one of them. We love hearing from you guys. And if you haven't yet, give this show a rating and subscribe yes. to it on whatever platform you're listening to. We really appreciate it. Um, we appreciate your time and um, we'll see you next week on a couple things. HO. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No but we're gonna ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcast on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor?
0: We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners.